All right, well, let's uh, turn to James chapter 3. Now, of course, uh, again, on Sunday nights, we've been doing our chronological study of the Bible. But last week, because we're between uh, Mother's Day and Father's Day, I was doing uh, some things on the family. And last week, we started a lesson on communication in the home. And we didn't get to finish that lesson, so I'm going to try and finish that lesson on communication in the home. But let's begin in James chapter 3. James chapter 3, and we'll read verses 13 through 18. James chapter 3, and try to finish this lesson on communication in the home. James 3, verses 13 through 18 say this. Who is a wise man and a do with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish, for where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is pure, pure than peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Let us pray again. Heavenly Father, again, Lord, we thank you for your goodness and mercy and grace. And Lord, we just plead the blood and claim the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lord, we need you tonight. We desire you tonight. And Lord, we're thankful, dear God, that you allow us to be together and to gather around the word of God. Lord, we thank you uh, for Brother uh, Horn and uh, his family. Thank you for his testimony, the testimony of his children. Lord, that he's in here with, uh, in church with his children tonight, even on vacation. Lord, we thank you for them. We pray you continue to bless his ministry and uh, his children, Lord, and everyone as they seek your will for their life. God, I pray you would just guide and direct their steps. And Lord, give them a good time on vacation and help them to make, Lord, good memories. And Lord, bless our church tonight, dear God. Uh, we pray for the, you know what's going on in our hearts, you know what's going on in our homes. You know what we need is a local church. And I pray, God, that you would help us through the word of God. Uh, dear God, we want to have a good relationship with you. We want to have a good relationship with one another. We want to have a good relationship, uh, Lord, in our home. And so, Lord, help us just to be real and realize, Lord, we all struggle. We all have shortcomings. And so, Lord, help us just, God, to rest in your faithfulness. And if we'll trust you, you'll work it all out to your honor and glory. Help us now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So just as a little review from last week in our lesson on communication in the home, we talked, about, of course, about the necessity of good communication and the purpose of communication in the home. It means to cultivate family living. It is a fundamental to a Christ-centered home. That's what we want. We want a Christ-centered home. It is for sharing and understanding. It is the means of talking things out to a harmonious, happy, God-honoring, biblical solution and for solving problems. All right, we looked at the principles of communication, honesty, speaking the truth in love. There must be openness and honesty. Talked about solving problems daily. Try not to put things off, uh, not going to bed angry and letting little things grow and dealing with things. Bring about, and the purpose is to bring about edification, right? The purpose is to build up the other person. Boy, we're so good at tearing one another down, aren't we? You know, tearing down is so much easier. Boy, yesterday we had that work day, and man, when I handed a few people a hammer and said, tear this apart, boy, they enjoyed that. Now, and they did it pretty quick. It only took a few minutes to tear down them shelves. Now, if I'd have said, uh, now, can you rebuild them? You know what? They'd still be downstairs working on them, because <laughs> it takes a lot more effort to build something than it does to tear something down. And a lot of times, unfortunately, when those even 
even we're supposed to love the most, boy, we take, a, we take time to tear people down because it's so quick, but we really need to be making the effort to build one another up. So that requires right actions, not wrong reactions. As we say all the time, what's harder than acting like a Christian? You know it, reacting like a Christian, right? So not only do we need to act like a Christian, we need to react like a Christian. Poor communication in the home grieves the Holy Spirit. Right actions are continual response of kindness, tenderness, and forgiveness. And so we need to practice that effective communication, be a good listener, which, you know, uh, that can be difficult because we always want to jump in and uh, give that next word. Again, avoid quick reactions, avoid quarreling, admit sins, wrong, seek forgiveness. Uh, and, and, of course, the other person being willing to accept that apology and offer forgiveness. And so uh, uh, when, we, when, we, when we hear somebody say something, even though we're quick to react, maybe how they say it, we first need to ask ourselves, is it true? Is it meant to help or hurt? Is it constructive? And then uh, the person uh, uh, maybe uh, t- that wants to talk about something or maybe deal with something, they need to ask, is it the proper time? Is it the best time to say it? And, and, and things about this. Have I prayed about it? Do I have God's direction in this? So all these things are important. So tonight we want to pick up with problems in communication. Because we need to remember you cannot have a happy home without communication. The single greatest need is communication. For without it, marriages will collapse. National surveys tell us that couples today spend only a few minutes a week in good communication. So we need to uh, ask ourselves, uh, you know, we need to be conscious. Hey, uh, do I have a pride problem? Do I have an anger problem? Do I have a, a stubbornness problem? And try to be honest with ourselves. So looking at the source of problems. Again, let's look at these uh, verses. James 3, verses 13 through 15. Who is the wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness and wisdom. Right? Look at that. We're out of good conversation. So that's what we want to have uh, in our home, good conversation. Of course, that takes uh, wisdom. It takes uh, a spiritual uh, control. It takes uh, often biblical knowledge. And because here's what we want to avoid, verse 14. But if you have bitter envying, strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. <laughs> you say, well, I didn't lie to that person. Yeah, but did you lie against the truth? This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. That's what we're not supposed to be. For where envying and strife is, there's confusion and every evil work. We want to avoid that getting in our home. But the wisdom that is from above, that's what we want. Amen. The wisdom that comes from God. Wisdom that's controlled by the Holy Spirit. Wisdom that's based on the Word of God. It's pure, peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy. Ah, and good fruits. Remember mercy. What's the difference between grace and mercy? Mercy can only be applied to the guilty. And we need to learn to apply that to one another, even in our homes. Good fruits, right? Verse 18, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. And that's what we want to try to do. Make peace and keep peace in the home, in the home. So, We see things we need to be aware of, the source of problems. We need to be aware of sinfulness and deceitfulness in our own hearts. 
Not, hey, even if we're the one trying to deal with something, are we trying to deal with it in the right spirit? Are we trying to deal with it in a sinful, deceitful way? Or uh, uh, maybe we're the ones uh, that, that need to deal with something. Are we trying to deal with it in an honest way? Hey, listen, uh, the worst thing a man can be left to is his own heart. <laughs> the worst thing. Our heart, we don't even know it. Let me give you some verses. Oh, we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to what? To his own way. Again, the worst thing a man can be left to is his own heart and go his own way. James 4, while you're there, James 4, 1 through 3, say this. James 4, 1 through 3. From whence come wars and fighting among you? <laughs> hey, it says among you, not against you and the enemy, <laughs> but among you, right? You within the church or you among believers or you in the home. Come they not hence even of your lust that war in your members? Boy, we look at competitors trying to get one up on each other. Boy, that happens in the home. Husband and wives trying to get up on one each other or in front of the kids or whatever the case is. Ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have, and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war and ye have not. What? Because ye ask not. And you, you could replace some of these words, kill and desire, with other things. Maybe that you're desiring that you still don't have because ye ask not. And ye ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own uh, lust. And so he would say, well, I, I prayed about it. Sure, but how did you pray about it? <laughs> did you pray about it in the right spirit? In other words, before you ask, say, God, deal with that one. Did you say, God, deal with me and help me to search my heart and help me to be honest in, in, in what I'm trying to uh, get across in with this thing I want to deal with in my home? And you got to always remember, of course, there's differences between men and women, all right? We, <laughs> right? A lot of times the way we look at things and deal with things. We got to realize the basic differences that men and women think and express themselves. We have a difference in our, in our uh, outlook on, on, on life. You know, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, think, things that sometimes we men don't think is a, a big deal is a, is a major uh, deal. And sometimes uh, they think that, that well, uh, you're right, Brother Burgess, we need to stop and have a moment of prayer right here. OK, OK, yeah, all right. Just so oh, hey, we do counseling here. All right. So we need to realize, amen, the difference in role and responsibility. Right. We have different roles in our home. We have different responsibilities in our home. And, of course, uh, uh, we know that the, the physical differences and the strength differences, the difference in emotional outlook, right? Uh, you know, uh, one can tend to be more emotional in the view of vocations, positions, and things. The difference in source of self-acceptance, that's a big part. Self-worth, self-esteem. And that's the thing, you know, if one of them uh, has a weakness in that area, right, we need to be, we need to be conscious of that. And so another thing we need to be careful of is our natural apathy toward dealing with problems, right? I do not like, conf I do not like confrontation. Anybody here that likes confrontation? Uh, no, we don't like confrontation. So we, we have that bad habit of trying to put things off toward dealing with problems. And, and so we just get the, into the acceptance of the status quo, whatever that may be in our particular case. Let me give you a couple of verses. Proverbs 26 says, Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. Yeah, if you don't believe that, let me just say something right here, right? Everyone will proclaim his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. There you go. Proverbs 21, 2. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. Well, uh, let me tell you right here, 
right? But the Lord pondereth the hearts. Yeah, well, we know, we know, yep. We, we are, no, nah, I'm right, I'm right. We need to, yeah, listen, we, sometimes we need to get past I'm right and focus on what's right. <laughs> it's about what's right first, right? And uh, is what we need to think about. And so there's a lot of potential areas of problems in the home and in communication. And, of course, some of the big ones are, uh, of course, uh, finances. Uh, that's a big one. In-laws. Well, if your mother would just, you know. Of course, you know the difference between in-laws and outlaws. Outlaws are wanted, right? So in-laws, in-laws, right? Finances, in-laws, uh, big one. Sex is a big problem. Personal habits is a big problem. Spiritual needs, uh, uh, life, direction, uh, uh, the will of God, uh, uh, showing affection, social life, uh, uh, friends. Boy, that, that social, social life, or maybe we should say uh, uh, social uh, media is the big one now. Uh, um, I, I, I noticed you hit three likes on her picture the other day, right? Uh, whew, man, dude, are you stupid, man? You know, uh, I, I had somebody call the other day and like, you know, I mean, not, not the other day, but I was talking to the, the uh, somebody I know, and they were telling me, I mean, you know, uh, why would, anyways, I don't want, I'll get sidetracked on that. I better stay away from that. But, you know, that's a big thing. But listen, these are, these are listen, any way the devil can slip in, he's going to do it. The, the, the devil's goal, right? Well, first of all, is to stop you from getting saved. That's number one. But number two, anything he can do to keep your life messed up, your home messed up, to try and keep you from glorifying God and being active in the will of God, he wants to do that. And remember, he's the prince of power of the air. You know, boy, sometimes you're communicating. I think sometimes the devil just sort of doesn't it seem like sometimes he just twists words while they're in the air or, and he'll pull what one, one thing you thought you said. He'll pull that word out while it's on the way to your wife's ear and put a new one in or vice versa. And you're like, <laughs> that's not what I said. Well, yeah, don't even try to explain that one. Right. I mean, hey, that's just reality. So we got to be we got to be careful and focus and prefer. So some steps to take in to overcome these problems. One, I'd be willing to identify, confess, and for, if there's something to deal with, Lord, not my brother. We sing that song, not my brother or my sister, oh Lord, or my spouse. Let's add that one. But me standing in the need of prayer. We need to add that. So we need to be willing, whatever the case is, to identify to confess and forsake the sin of not communicating with your mate. Proverbs 28, 13 says, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesses and forsaketh them shall have mercy, not just from the Lord, but also from the one, amen, uh, that you've wronged or need to get that right with. Both, both must recognize that they themselves are part of the problem, you know? And, uh, and so, hey, and maybe, maybe it may not be 50-50, I mean, it, it may be 90-10. Uh, well, you say, well, he's 90% of the problem. Well, you know what? Get your life right and you'll have it right. You'll, you'll, be, you'll get at least 10 of it taken care of. Amen. But, you know, it, a, lot, a lot of the problem is because we, we see, when we see what man's responsibility, according to the Bible, in a relationship, and then we see woman's responsibility in a relationship in the Bible, is we think they're conditional. In other words, the woman looks and says, 
Well, I need to do everything the Bible tells me to do once he's doing everything the Bible tells him to do. And then he says, well, no, I'm supposed to be, do everything the Bible tells me to do once she's doing everything she's supposed to do. And so we say, we, we, we sit there and we focus, well, when you get everything right, no, no, we're each supposed to say, no, the first person I'm doing this for is the Lord. So, the, you know, my, my, first, the person, my first relationship is my relationship with the Lord. So I want to do everything I'm supposed to be doing as a wife, first of all, because that, I know that's the will of God. I don't have to pray. It's right there written down. I know that's the will of God for my life to be this type of wife. And then the husband's supposed to say, hey, so no matter what he does. And then she's supposed to say, no matter what she does, this is the type of husband I'm supposed to be. And so uh, 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 I need to, no matter what she does, because it's not conditional. I'm supposed to be this type of husband. She's supposed to be this type of wife. But so we're supposed to be looking this way instead of, instead of uh, this way. But, but we, we spend more time looking this way or that way instead of that way. Amen. And doing it, doing it for uh, the Lord. We always want to put that uh, condition. Well, I would if she would, or I would if he would. But we know that's not the biblical way. So, determined to speak with self-control. I know that's not always easy. We must speak under the control of the Holy Spirit. There's the key. The uncontrolled tongue can do much damage. Boy, it's a, you know, sticks and stones may break my words and never hurt me. Uh, uh, That's a lie. Whoever, who, who, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know who said that, but uh, he, yeah. Proverbs twelve eighteen says this: There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. The piercings of a sword. We don't want to do that to each other. Proverbs sixteen twenty seven: An ungodly man diggeth up evil. In his lips there is as a burning fire. Boy, t- let's think about what the Word of God is saying about speech. James 3, you're in James, look at verses 5 through 8. Even, you know these verses, even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Like he was talking about being in Sparky's, right? And there's not, it only takes a spark, right? To get the fire going. That, that's a, in positive cases and negative cases. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature. It is set on fire of hell. That's pretty strong preaching. For every kind of beast and birds and serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind but the tongue can no man tame it is unruly evil full of deadly poison look at that but the tongue can no man tame tame then who can tame it the holy spirit of god and the word of god can tame it we can't tame it but the holy spirit of god and the word of god can now colossians 4 6 let your speech be always with grace you mean even when i'm talking to him Yes, let it be always with grace, seasoned with salt, seasoned with salt. That doesn't mean pouring salt in the wound. That's not what that means, right? (laughs) Seasoned with salt, right? Sometimes our words are seasoned with salt because we're trying to pour salt into the wound. That's that's how we use that salt sometimes. No, seasoned with salt. That's about it. That you may know how you ought to answer every man, right? that That means, right, every man, that includes your husband, that includes your 
wife, your spouse, or anybody else in the family. We must not retreat in to silence, the silent treatment. She opened her mouth with wisdom, and her tongue is the law of kindness. Ephesians 4.15, but speaking the truth in love, even, amen, when it's truth, maybe somebody doesn't want to hear, but has to be told. Speaking the truth in love. A lot of times when people say things to me, it's, I've said it before, it's not so much what they say, but it's how they say it. It's the attitude. So let's try to speak the truth in love. May grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, even Christ. Emotions must be controlled for communication. Anger, tears, pouting will cloud the issue. James 1.20, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. So it surely doesn't help a situation in the communication in a home. Don't let your pride get in the way. Be humble and forbearing. Ephesians 29 uh, Ephesians 4, 29 and 32 say this, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of what? Edifying, building up, not tearing down, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Well, that's talking to your spouse as well. Be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. How many of you deserve the forgiveness of God? When you got it, none of us. And we need to learn to forgive, forgive that way. Both must be patient as they begin to practice good. It's a learning process. Listen, again, what are we doing? We're, we're, we're not just going through life. We're growing through life. And that, in, that includes in our relationship with God. We don't want to just go through that relationship. We want to grow in that relationship. And that includes our relationships within the home, too. We just don't want to go through that relationship. We want to grow through that relationship. Practice good communication. Don't be angry and discouraged. It will take take time to build uh, good communication. Amen. And uh, uh, But yeah, I knew it would take time, but I didn't think it would take this long. Amen. That's why the Lord wants us to be married 50, 60, 70 years. Amen. <laughs> finally, 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 after 55 years, praise God. Amen. All right. Try not to discuss your problems with other people present or other people. I'm amazed. I'm not, you know, I don't really get into the Facebook, but still, I, you know, I hear, I'm amazed what people put out there. Huh? I said, man, I got two words for you. Stupid, man, you are stupid. I'm like, what in the world? What are you singing about? I mean, the things that people put out there. Hey, once it's out there, you know, I mean, listen, you, you shouldn't be saying these things to each other, let alone about each other out in, out in, out in, out in public. You know, because by the time people get back to it, oh, we forgave each other. It doesn't matter. It's out there. It's out there. People don't need to know those things. That's, you know, if you need to talk to somebody, you, you find a, a, a godly elderly couple that you know, amen, that can talk to you. Or you ladies find a godly uh, a lady to talk to. You men find a, a, a man to talk to. Or, of course, uh, your pastor things in the, in the church. But, you know, hey, let's, you know, keep it. The Bible teaches us to keep it in the smallest circle possible. Amen. The smallest circle possible. Possible, like we learned in the military, keep it at the lowest chain of command you can. Deal with that problem at the lowest chain of command uh, that you can. Keep it right there. Deal with the present problem, not the past. Right? Philippians three thirteen, brother, and I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do: forgetting those things which are behind. Amen. Amen. 
forgetting those things which are behind. You mean even the things from 30 years ago? Yes, even the things from 30, 30 years ago, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth into those things which are before. Hey, listen, we're trying to move forward, you know, because we need to, that means we need to move that anchor up that's stuck in the past, right? And put it up and move forward in this relationship. Deal with one problem at a time. Avoid using emotionally charged words. Isn't it amazing, boy, how quick people can think, you know, uh, of, uh, boy, boy, sometimes it takes us a while. It seems like it takes us a while to come up with the right word, but it sure doesn't take long to come up with the wrong word, does it? We always have that wrong word ready. Why does it work that way? Boy, it's so, it's so flesh. Be sure you really understand what the person has said. Ask questions until you are sure. You should be able to ask a question. Well, is this really what you meant, or could you could you say that? Could you could you say that again? You know, how about how if you how about just write it down, write it down so I can read it and make sure that I understand. Really understand, right? Ask questions. Take a look at the question or problem at hand from the other person's point of view. Seek to understand. Be willing to listen, disagree, agree. Now, and here's something I think even among husbands and wives. It's always best to be willing to compromise on non-biblical, non-moral issues. Listen, if, if, if I, you know, even in the home, you know, even when I was uh, raising uh, 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 my, my children, hey, and they started getting older and, and they want to do things a certain way like that. Listen, I just said, listen, listen. I said, nope, listen, this is where dad stands on this. This is what dad thinks about it. And uh, you're going to have to make those decisions in your life. But I want you to know this, dad's not changed his mind. If I re- listen, if, if I really believe that's what the Bible teaches something on something, and if that's really what I've settled in my heart, that, that's what I need to believe about that, you know, I, I say this, I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care. And I mean this in the right way. I don't mean it with the attitude. But I don't care what anybody out there thinks. I don't care what anybody in here thinks. I don't care what my wife thinks. I don't care what my children think. And you understand what I'm saying. I mean that in the right way. But really, by the grace of God, if I really think that is right, if, 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 if everybody out there turned against me, if everybody in here turned against me, if my whole family turned against me, I'm sticking with God and the Word of God. And I, don't mean, and I hope you understand. I mean that in the right way. I don't mean that in some type of whatever. But, you know, I want to stay with the. I want to. I want to stay with the book. But if that really is my desire, then I should have the right spirit about that. That doesn't mean I'm going to fight with you about it. That doesn't mean every time I see you, I'm going to get an argument. You know, hey, uh, I've had. I've had. I've had uh, is- issues in, in my home and even with uh, 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 my children. Hey, I'm not afraid to admit that I'm human. I mean, I'm weak and I'm feeble and I mess everything up. And I just had to say, well, thank you. That's how, uh, well, listen, uh, I, I, hey, you ain't mess me up. I'll even say amen to that, right? Listen, I mean, listen. But, you know, and, and, and if I got, and I, I say that, but you know what? And I've, I've said to people I love, I say, listen, this is, this is my, again, this is where I stand on this. I'm not going to change. But you know what I also said? I'm not going to bring it up again. Amen. I never argued with them about it again. I never uh, uh, got into a big deal about it again. I said, this is where I stand. I'm not moving, so let's move on to something else. 
Let's move on to something else. And we, and we should be willing to do that. Even as, as Bible believers, let's let people know where we stand. But every time we see them, if they're not doing that, we don't have to get into an argument with them. We don't have to get into a fight with them about it. Just let them say, hey, listen, no, I'm not going to discuss that. I just want to let you know I'm still standing where I was standing last time we talked about it. Let's move on to something else. But we don't want to compromise on non, but, but, it's, but, if it's, but on the other hand, if it's non-biblical and a non-moral uh, issue, listen, be willing to have grace. Be willing, be willing to have grace. Know the difference between what's biblical and maybe just the way you like doing things. Right? You know, I, 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 I'm going to pick on Brother Horn. I know he can take it. Like, he, like he, 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 you know, I was joking with him about, listen, uh, listen, of, of course, amen. I, 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 I could care less if he got up and preached without a shirt and, 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 and tied. Why? Because he's not a member of the church. Now, if he was a member of this church, you know, I'm just joking. But, you know, but, you know, but, you know, but, but what I'm saying is you got to know what's, what's your, what's your preference or what you like or whatever and understand uh, the difference. There's a certain way I like things done, and if I if I can have them done that way, and I appreciate people being willing to put up uh, uh, w- with my pickiness or this or that in that area, and be willing to do that way. But you, but I hope I understand that I understand what the difference, what a biblical uh, standard is, and what I just think what I the way I want it or do or whatever. We got and we got to understand those differences in the home as well, and be gracious. Uh, with our family, be gracious with our children, be gracious uh, with our, 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 our loved ones in, in those, in those uh, areas. When agreement is not reached, of course, remember this, the father, husband, as the head of the home, must make a careful, correct, and considerate, let me say it again, careful, correct, considerate decision, and the wife and family must abide by it. But just listen, I'm the head of the home, and that, that type, no. A father shouldn't have that attitude. Yes, you're the head of the home, and he the, he should have the final he should have the final say when it to discuss things. But when a decision needs to be made, uh, the the husband should be able to make that decision. And whether anybody else agrees with it, that's that's the the, the way it should be. You know, uh, in a church, you know, I always say I believe in strong pastoral uh, leadership. You may not have known that since I was bitter because I, I don't walk around beating people over the head. But if, it, if push comes to shove in a situation, right, if push comes to shove in a situation, a decision has to be made, right? Well, then I think the, 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 the church would go with the, with the guidance of the pastor as long as there's nothing non-biblical about it. Right. Uh, that's the way I always was as a as a as a church member. But of course, the best thing is for all of us to be yielded to the spirit of God and just move along as a team. And the only one that people can tell us in charge is the Holy Spirit and the word of God. And we want that not in our church. We want that uh, uh, in our home. If a pastor's got to get up with a chip on his shoulder, or act like he he's in charge. He's not in charge for himself, let alone anything, anything else. Right. We want the only person we want in charge is the Lord. The only person we want to get the glory is the Lord. We say that for the church and we say that for the home. Quickly, we want to. Uh, uh, but 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 again, that is the biblical way. Right. The, of, of the man being in charge. But again, I, you see men walk around. I've heard, I've heard men say it. Well, it'll be a this and that before some woman. T-. I said, I'm like, dude, you got a problem. 
that's the way you talk about your home, and that's the way you talk about your wife saying something in the home, you have a problem. Amen? And uh, if your wife can't do it, then some dude needs to take you out back and have a talk, have a talk with you because a man shouldn't be that way about his, about his, about his home. Having said that, uh, you know, okay? All right. So quickly, quickly, as we finish up here. The one approach should ask, right, if you're doing, you know, what do you think is the solution, right? Be willing to ask, hey, what do you think is uh, the solution? The one bringing up the problem, right? If you go to somebody and you say there's a problem, try to already have a solution or some solutions uh, that you can bring up. Don't just sit there and complain and nag. What are some solutions? Whoever is talking should talk until they are finished without any interruption. Now, I got to one of my bad habits, I'm going to interrupt. That's a bad habit. I need to get right with God. They should, I don't hear any amens. I already know it. They should take the time to communicate what is on their hearts. Don't hurry the other person. Give the time. Come to a conclusion in an amiable, kind way. Communication is two people able to discuss anything with the aim. There's the thing. I press towards the mark. I have something I want to accomplish in this communication. I have something I want to accomplish for my home. I have something I want to accomplish in this relationship. I have an aim. Bringing it to a good conclusion without getting mad. Self-control. Remember, you are speaking to the one whom you love. Putting away anger and wrath, a controlled tongue. Again, speaking the truth in love. We should communicate about more than problems. There should be communication, of course. Listen, not just when there's a problem, but to give praise. Amen. To give encouragement, to give thankfulness, and to give love in the home. Never make a decision. Amen. Talking and prayerfully. Let me finish with these these thoughts and questions before we pray. Something that maybe you can do together. List some ways you could edify your mate, edify your child, or maybe even a friend this week. Think about this week. Hey, what are some ways I can, I can edify my spouse this week? What are some ways I can edify my children this week? Or maybe some way I can, maybe if I'm single, edify somebody else and be a blessing to somebody else. Communicate words of encouragement. How can you change your pattern of thinking if it needs to be changed? Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, right? How, how do I need to change my pattern of thinking? How do you work at solving problems daily, daily? How do you work at solving problems daily? Consider things that you ought to do or change. A couple of questions bringing it down here. Here's a question. How did you avoid a quarrel this week. I didn't say a squirrel. I said a quarrel this week. How did you avoid a quarrel this week? Did you clam up and stew about it? Did you shout louder? Did you put it off for a better time and pray for wisdom or agreed in some aspect of it? Was it restated in a calmly and discussed both sides of the issue? How did you avoid or deal with a quarrel this week if you had to? Here's another question. Did anyone ask for forgiveness in your home this week? Or do you need to ask forgiveness for in your home this week? What was the situation? Did you get that forgiveness or did you uh, give that forgiveness? How did you practice giving forgiveness or accepting an apology? What happens in communication when someone is forgiven? Is forgiveness first a feeling or an act of 
decision. Well, no, it has to be an active decision because if you wait for the feeling, it's probably going to be a long time coming. Remember, uh, 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 feelings don't lead to right decisions. Feelings usually lead to wrong decisions. But if we'll, if we'll, if we'll get a patterning of making right decisions, then the right feelings and emotions will follow that because we know we made a right decision. We see the results of that decision, and so then we'll let the right emotions and feelings follow. So the right decision leads, and then the right emotion and everything else will follow. Don't try to re-lead with emotion. List ways to dis- list ways. Think about ways that maybe some pride in your life might destroy the communication, but. May we all pray and ask the Lord to help us, amen, as we seek to have better relationships in the home, even better relationships in the church and among brethren. Lord, help us to use the principles and precepts of good biblical communication in all of our relationships, especially in the home. Let's pray.